Assalamualaikum and hi guys So, welcome to the Kelly Podcast episode 4 And I hope you guys are feeling well and okay And to be honest, I think it's a pretty good weather these days Like, it's not too hot, it's not too cold And it's a bit windy, so it's kind of nice Like, you can just leisure around or maybe playing outside, going to the parks, except that we're still in the midst of the 2019 and COVID, so maybe some people would like to take some precautious steps as to not um, joining into the crowds or being in the public. And as far as I know, uh, the current updated case of 2019 and COVID in Malaysia is 14 with some locals included so yeah i think it's best if we just be wary and cautious with everything so that we will not get caught with the coronavirus okay so aside from that thing about the coronavirus right now i would like to talk about the peace to prosperity a vision to improve the lives of the Palestinian and Israeli people or also known as the Trump Peace Plan and he also would like to call it as the deal of the century which I think is not really the deal of the century it's just the name of what he would like to call of his peace plan so what is the deal of the century Um, so the deal of the century is proposed by Donald Trump and it has been uh, unveiled in during the last week in the first week of February and it it, it contains about from what I know is about 181 page plan so yeah it has some conceptual maps or and proposed land transfers and some economic incentives and then also included some borders and settlements and refugees and the states the status of Jerusalem uh, so it, it is all mentioned in the plan in the deal of the century plan oh god the name is so absurd <laughs> so um with this deal of the century um there has been various responses about the deal whether it is really the deal of the century or it's just really ridiculous so um this deal this deal focused on the israel the state of israel and palestine uh and The Israeli government was, of course, pretty pleased with this um, with this peace plan, and the Palestinians they refused to engage with this um, plan, and they call it as instead of uh, the deal of the century, they call it as the fraud of the century. So, with this information itself, we can see that. Um, deal of the century is pretty much biased towards the Israeli government um, 
unfair. It's, it's, it's an unfair plan to the Palestine. So let's see how, how this works out. In what matters that makes it biased towards the Israeli government and what makes it like being unfair to the Palestine in what forms. So to make it look simple for us to look into further of about the deal of the century, I think of course there will be more and a lot that are being discussed about, about the plan but I think for this episode we're just gonna talk about three three parts or three important points of the plan and the first one will be about um the status of Jerusalem and the second one uh, will be about holy sites and tour- holy sites and lastly we will talk about the borders and sovereignty so the first one um the status of Jerusalem so we know that um Israel has occupied the city since 1967 and Jerusalem is originally um a part of Palestine so uh, since 1967, uh, Israel, Israel has occupied Jerusalem and we know that uh, the United States has been supporting Israel like for decades, for, for many years now, but only with Donald Trump as the president um, that the United States uh, starts to recognize the city as the capital of Israel. In 2017, before this, um, Jerusalem was not recognized as the Israeli capital city, but we know that Israel has been wanting that state, and Donald Trump just feed into what Israel been wanting. So that's um, the introduction for the state of Jerusalem, and so now. Uh, for Palestine, Palestinians they demand that they should have East Jerusalem as its capital. But then, um, in this deal of the century, Trump proposed that Jerusalem to be undivided. Like Jerusalem would be one. It's not going to be divided into Israel and Palestine. Yeah, and apart from that, Trump also proposed that uh, Jerusalem to be the sovereign capital of the state of Israel. So as Jerusalem is to be undivided and will be the capital city of Israel, the Palestinians um, will be establishing the, uh, its capital in the outer sections of East Jerusalem instead of East Jerusalem itself. So that is what contained in the plan in Trump's proposal, which means that Palestine wouldn't get any part of Jerusalem, but they will only get the outer sections of East Jerusalem. And this is really unfair 
pretty much unfair and it's not it's not going to benefit Jerusalem. I mean, it's not going to benefit Palestine at all because the condition of the outer sections of East Jerusalem is not doing really well. According from what I've read, um, the, the neighborhoods around the area is suffering from severe um, severe poverty and it serves little historical value to Palestinians. So, Because uh, instead of um, the outer instead of the outer sections of East Jerusalem, the Jerusalem itself contains it has more value to the Palestinians. Masjid al-Aqsa is in the Jerusalem. Jeris- the Jerusalem itself has more historical values and there are so many uh, prophetic stories that revolves around Jerusalem. So that's why Jerusalem is really important to the, to the Palestinians. Okay, so that is the status of Jerusalem. Palis- Palestinians want the East Jerusalem at its, as its capital, but uh, the deal of the century stated that Jerusalem to be undivided. The whole and the whole Jerusalem will be given to Israel only and it will be Israel's state of capital okay so that is about Jerusalem so the second part of the deal of the century that we will discuss about is the holy sites which is Masjid al-Aqsa or al-Aqsa mosque um, and so Masjid al-Aqsa is important to both Jews and Muslims um, because to Jews, um, the mosque, the Masjid al-Aqsa, stands above the site of the second temple, which is the holiest site in Judaism. Uh, and for Muslims, Masjid al-Aqsa is the third holiest place in the religion. So that is why Masjid al-Aqsa is being disputed between the Israelis and Palestinians because it is considered important and holy for both uh, these states because um, Palestine is uh, the Muslim country that is that is originally uh, owned the Masjid al-Aqsa and Israel is the only uh, nations of Jews I don't know how to word it but I'm sure you get it so uh, as I said earlier the for Jews uh, the, Mas- the Masjid al-Aqsa stands above the site of the second temple so uh, it says the, uh, the second temple so the first temple is Solomon's temple so if, uh, in Islam I'm not sure if it's if it is the same as in the Islamic narrative, but Solomon's Temple, which means that the Prophet Sulaiman's castle, I think. So that is the first temple, but then um after that somehow the first temple is being destructed and all, so they built 
the second temple which is as a replacement to the first temple to the Solomon's temple so basically the second temple is where the Solomon's temple is and right now Masjid al-Aqsa is standing above the second temple that's why the Jews or the Israelis want that Al-Aqsa Mosque to be theirs, sort of. So, um, the states of the Masjid Al-Aqsa is supposedly under Jordan um, custody, uh, from what I've read. Like the status quo of the Masjid Al Aqsa is supposed to be that is supposed to be that Jordan as the official custodian. However, <laughs> however, um, Israeli has been challenging that uh, Jordan as the custody of Masjid Al Aqsa, and the Palestinians have been very much aware of that of that case and I would say that the Palestinians are being wary of uh, the Israel because they know that Israel wants wanted that Masjid al-Aqsa and Jordan is not even Jordan is pretty much not is close but it's not in the purview the Masjid al-Aqsa is not in the purview of Jordan, so how how can... Okay, I shouldn't say this, I'm not an expert about that matter. So yeah, um, Israeli has been challenging about the custody of Masjid al-Aqsa. As we know before that their armies has been barging and controlling the Masjid al-Aqsa and not allowing Muslims to enter and pretty much cause ruckus and it is not going well there and for me myself I don't even know that Jordan back then I don't even know that Jordan was the official custody of Masjid Al-Aqsa because what we always hear from the news or read from the newspapers is that it's always been a dispute between Israel and Palestine but honestly for me myself, I've never read anything that about it that involves Jordan as its um, official custodian. So yeah, it's a bit weird for me about that. Like, maybe I should read more historically how Jordan becomes the official custody of Masjid Al-Aqsa. Okay, so in the deal of the century... Can we just um say in the Trump's peace plan instead of till of the century because obviously it is not till of the century he was being so ridiculous about it. Okay, so in the Trump's peace plan, um, it is stated that the agreement remains in place, which means that uh the agreements about the Masjid Al-Aqsa which has been uh, used before will remain in place 
I don't know if he, it includes uh, with Jordan being the official custodian. Maybe yes. Okay, plus, plus the current ban on non-Muslim prayer at the site to be overridden, which means that um, at the Masjid al at, at the Masjid there's been a ban on non-Muslim prayer, and they want it to be get rid of, so that both. Jews and Muslims can pray at the Masjid al-Aqsa. I don't really understand about this point, but maybe that is what it means. Hmm. Okay. So, which means that uh, it's like we should respect each other's religion. I think that's what the plan is trying to say so that the Muslims should respect the Jews so that they they have the rights to perform their own prayers in yeah prayers about their religion and on and the Jews should respect the Muslims in performing our prayers. Okay, but the thing here is that in the Trump's so called peace plan it is stated that only Muslims who come in peace are allowed to enter and worship in Al-Aqsa. So the question here is, we don't know who's going to decide um, who is the Muslims who come in peace. Is it the Israeli authorities? And how are they going to, how are they going to determine uh, the characteristics of Muslims that come in peace. The from so from what I've read about this part of the Trump's peace plan, it is remain unclear about how they want to describe Muslims who come in peace. So it's like I think they can just basically just say that oh this muslim doesn't come in peace this muslim comes to i don't know to cause some issues in the al-aqsa and so on without any clear jurisdiction about who is muslims who come in peace so that is really unfair because we can see that from this itself we can say that in the trump's peace plan they really don't give uh, the Palestinians any rights towards the Masjid al-Aqsa. It's like um, Masjid al-Aqsa totally belongs to the Israeli government and the Muslims are given the right to pray at the Masjid al-Aqsa just because and um, just because like they're being uh, what do, what's what's the word it's like they're being pomura I don't know I forgot the words in English it's like yeah it's like it's out of their 
generosity to let the Muslims pray in the Masjid al-Aqsa. So this is what I understand about the plan regarding Masjid al-Aqsa. So, yeah, it's like Masjid al-Aqsa belongs to the Israeli government and the Palestinians doesn't have the rights at all or any access at all to the Masjid al-Aqsa. And it says that Muslims Muslims can pray at the Masjid al-Aqsa. It's like out of generosity of the authorities, which we can assume the Israeli authorities, because this is Trump's peace plan. And Trump is the president of the United States, and we know, we all know that United States is the ally of Israel. So it's kind of obvious at that point. I mean, it really is obvious from from the starting point of this deal of the century until the end is it's really absurd how they can call this the deal of the century and it being peace and fair and just when it is really not only stupid people can say it is fair and square when it's pretty much triangle Okay, here comes to the third part of the Trump's peace plan that we're going to discuss today, which is the borders and sovereignty. So, quoted from the peace plan itself, the state of Israel and the United States do not believe that the state of Israel is legally bound to provide the Palestinians with 100% of pre-1967 territory. So, if you're curious about the pre-1967 territory, <sighs> so, in the maps here, is that, okay, originally, um, in the 1946, Palestine is basically um, the whole Palestine, the whole Israel today, and Palestine. It's like the whole state except for, except for some small, small area along the coast. And that belongs to the Jewish land. But that is Jewish land. Israel was not yet established at that time. And then um, in the 1947, a year later, suddenly uh, Palestine... The, the area of state of Palestine has shrink smaller and somehow Jewish land has come bigger. It's like half half of the original Palestine area has become Jewish land. And this is only in the span of one year. I wonder what happened during that time. It says that this is during the UN partition plan. Okay, I don't know what happened in the UN partition, but let's see. In the nineteen forty nine and the nineteen sixty seven, so in the nineteen sixty seven, um, Palestine has shrinked and smaller than before, and Israel has established by this time. And the area of Palestine is the 
or the Gaza Strip, and then the West Bank, Bethlehem. Is it Ramallah? Um, in this map, Jerusalem is not even included in the Palestinian land. Okay, maybe this is the time where the dispute the dispute started. So okay, so today the Palestinian land is is like small bunches of land on Israeli lands, so called Israeli land, with the Gaza Strip. It's really ridiculous on how much Israel been taking over Palestinian lands. It's so unfair, and and then the. Trump's peace plan said that Israel is not legally bound to provide Palestinians with 100% of pre-1967 territory. And pre-1967, 1967 territory is not even the original state of Palestine. Like Israel has gone... Israel has taken over a lot of Palestinian area, so it's really unfair. Like, why would they do this? Okay, so since um the since the Israel will not give the Palestine their pre nineteen sixty seven territory, the idea so the idea in the plan is that. Uh, Palestinians will be given what's been described by the critics as an archipelago of enclaves attached by a network of roads, highways, and tunnels. So there's a map on this suggested plan for Palestine. It's not even close to what Palestinians used to own. Like Israel still gets a whole lot more. It's like Israel gets ninety percent of the land, and Palestinian just gets the tiny bits of it. And there's, can you imagine the distance between Gaza and what's and the huge clump of Palestinian land is a network through tunnel and road highway across Israel. In this in this plan, Palestine, the Palestinian map is being divided into two. The area is being divided into two. Um, first one is the along the Gaza Strip. And alongside Egypt, the border along Egypt, and then the second one is uh, around the Ramallah, Bethlehem, Hebron, and that's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, this is only just the maps and borders suggested. And on top of that, they have they actually have the audacity to suggest that Israel will control the airspace and the networks of roads. Like, 
so it's like they are denying the sovereignty of the Palestinians the Palestinians, the Palestinians are not given rights where it's due they are being stepped on their lands have been taken away and now they are pretending to give some lands and some roads and so on but they don't even give uh, their rights to control their airspace and their roads and so much more and try to include the case of Jerusalem and the Masjid al-Aqsa is really ridiculous and then Okay, here this one. Israel will be allowed to enter Palestinian state at any time in the name of security and have the right to dismantle and destroy any facility in the state of Palestine that is used for the production or prohibited weapons or for other hostile purposes. They are basically not allowing the Palestinians to have army to protect themselves. They are asking Palestinians to be uh, like sand castles, something like it's going to be easy for them to attack on the Palestinians if anything happens. It's just, wow. They are not allowing the Palestinians to have power over their own safety and security they are basically controlling everything and giving lands and like providing two states two states government the Israel and Palestine is just is just uh, like a fake one it's like just for the sake of papers and TV when when in fact they don't even have rights for their own lands and for their own selves the Palestinians everything is being controlled by the Israel and wow the audacity <laughs> so we have discussed only three points of what's contained in the Trump's peace plan or the official name known as Peace to Prosperity, a vision to improve the lives of the Palestinian and Israeli people. Yeah, right. Okay. And this is these are only three points that we've discussed which are the Jerusalem Masjid al-Aqsa and the borders and sovereignty and I haven't even touched about other parts of the plan. And just from these three points, we can see that how much the United States or Trump have been siding the Israel to the extreme that they, they really are putting the Palestinians like Palestinians doesn't have the rights to live. As they even have the right to themselves. They're really putting the Palestine, I think, even below how they see the third 
poor countries that's why they have the uh, the audacity to actually put all these ideas and things that they they call as peace into this plan so now you know why Israel or I would say why um Benjamin Netanyahu really supports this plan and why the Palestinians really go against this plan is because you can see how much it is one-sided. It's like the ratio is not even 50-50 or not even 70-30. From what I see, it's like 95-5 supporting Israel and 5% supporting the Palestinians. It's really absurd, and they have, wow, and they really want to call it as the peace plan. It's more like the plan calling for war. So, since um the, since they've been revealing this peace plan, there have been many reactions towards this peace plan from many nations many people and more and one is that of course OIC the organization of Islamic countries rejects Trump's peace plan this is because uh, they stated that the peace plan doesn't meet the minimum aspirations and legitimate rights of the Palestinian people and it contradicts terms of reference of the peace process yeah it's true it's true that they the the basement doesn't really um meet the rights of the Palestinian people and it's not even it's not even close to being peaceful it's like being demeaning to the Palestinian so it's really logical there and then um Malaysia also go against the plan I mean if Malaysia doesn't go against the plan something is really wrong there and from many other many other news from Western news also they I can say that many people been shooting down this so-called peace plan because um, we can see that it's really going against the Palestinian and it's not even peace plan and also I've read somewhere that even um, some analysts I'm not sure if it's uh, if it's political analysts or economic analysts I think it's political analysts in Israel said that this peace plan could backfire uh, Benjamin Netanyahu because um I, I don't really understand for this part, but it's, it's sort of like, um, in, it involves the Arabs in the Israel. It's like the Arabs in the Israel is against the peace plan. And so if the peace plan is bring forward, it's being carried on, it's going to... It's going to affect 
badly on Benjamin Netanyahu. And if you haven't know yet, both Donald Trump and Benjamin Netanyahu is going to face um, election soon. And both also are going to face charges in the in their own nations uh in their own nations courts due to some cases of bribery and all that white collar stuff so yeah that's one thing okay so far we have discussed the Trump's peace plan, also known as the deal of the century, and then its contents on Jerusalem and Masjid al-Aqsa and the borders and sovereignty. And then we also talk about the others' uh, reaction towards this plan, which I can say that is basically mostly um, negative reactions. Most people, most uh, news websites even major news websites are giving negative reactions towards this peace plan I mean it's logical who would have the the great mind to actually agree to this so called peace plan this is really ridiculous but then um Aside from that, I think it will be interesting if we could um, discuss this issue in regard of economy and and also uh, currency, currency exchange. I mean, it must have have some effects on the economy and currencies. Because it gives, it divides um, this place into two states. It's like really, really establishing these two states, two states, Palestinians and Israel, Palestine and Israel. And their, their official interactions with other nations must have effect. Uh, the the economy and the interrelations between the econ their economies with the other economies the other nations economies the international relations and so on and then it must have indirectly uh affect the currency it would be interesting if there is some discussions on that point if like what will happen if the peace plan is being carried out? But then I guess I don't think it will be carried out because um, there are so just just so many people going against it. And yeah, I guess that's it then for this thing for this peace plan. I hope you guys understand with what I've been sharing and actually gain some knowledge because I also gained some new knowledge from studying about this issue itself. Honest and honestly I think 
there's been a lot more behind that we should learn and gain knowledge about this issue about the Palestine and Israel so that we could really understand what's going on and how things are going to work out later on because it's, it's, it's not just about these two states about this um, Israel and Palestine this is about us as humanity as as human itself, we shouldn't allow these kind of things to go on for such a long time. It shouldn't been resolved. Like years, years ago, even before the 20th century being hit on. So, yeah, we, we really should um, get updated with this issue and know, know that on which stand we should stand on okay so i hope you guys gain a lot and thank you so much for listening um take care have a nice weekend and have a nice day